number nine in our study through the book of Ecclesiastes under the sun. And uh, we're nearing the end. Next Sunday is our final concluding chapter in our Under the Sun series. The aging King Solomon is looking back at his life here. Uh, he has this wild and crazy experiment. I think I'm going to wander and drift, and he found himself far away from Jehovah God. Early in his life, he was living strong for the Lord, but now he's far away, and he's going to attempt to see if he can find meaning and joy and purpose and satisfaction in life apart from God, apart from God's Word. And that's what this book is all about. Today, we're going to look at his number one conclusion. We're going to look at uh, the conclusion, his big idea that he wants to present to us as a result of this experiment. So if you're taking notes, here we go. Uh, here's the big idea. Don't wait till you're old and gray near the end of your life to give the one and only life you'll ever be given to live strong for Jesus. Don't wait. Challenge, remember Jesus, live daily for Christ when you're young, when you're still a youth. The pivotal verse is Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1. Here's what it says. Remember your creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you'll say, I'm finding no pleasure in them any longer. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. Uh, our creator, according to Colossians 1.16, is Jesus Christ. Remember your creator, Jesus Christ. Daily remember and live strong for Jesus Christ when you're young, before old age sets in and uh, your body begins to fall apart. We're actually going to talk about that today. And uh, it's very descriptive and it's kind of interesting how Solomon describes the aging process. Here's the question we're going to try to answer today. Why is it so essential to know and live for and remember Christ when we're young? Why is that so important to live strong for Jesus in the days of our youth? Uh, before we go any further, this sermon is aimed at folks 40 and under. Now, if you're over 40, you're going to get some good stuff, maybe some things you can challenge and remember. But specifically, if you're under 40, this is for you. So I need to know who's the target audience, who's 40 and under. Uh, I want to see your hands, okay? Up in the balcony, see lots of hands? Good. 40 and under, this is, I'm coming after you today, okay? So if I see anybody under 40 starting to doze off, I'm going to come close, slap my hands and wake you up, okay? And I've been known to do that. Did you know that? It's true. Uh, so here we go. We're going to start with verse 7 of Ecclesiastes 11, and then we'll read through verse 1 of chapter 12. If you're able, would you stand with me? Let's read out loud and see what uh, conclusions that Solomon comes to. Would you read with me, please? Light is sweet, and it pleases the eyes to see the sun. However many years anyone may live, let them enjoy them all. 
But let them remember the days of darkness, for there will be many. Everything to come is meaningless. You who are young, be happy while you're young, and let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see, but know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. So then, banish anxiety from your heart and cast off the troubles of your body, for youth and vigor are meaningless. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth, before the days of trouble come, and the years approach when you will say, I find no pleasure in them. Let's pray. Lord, uh, I want to pray especially this morning, specifically for those who are 40 and under, who are here today in your church, or perhaps watching online, because Lord, I, I know that you inspired Solomon to have a heart for the young and the youth. And I pray, Lord, specifically that you might open their ears and soften their hearts and clear their minds and help them to listen clearly and carefully to what you have to say to them even today. Lord, I believe you give us in this section the secret of living life well. And I'm praying that nobody that's here today will miss the secret of living life well. Help us to hear clearly from you. We'd say like we do lots of Sundays, speak, Lord, your church today, we're listening. And as we listen, we give you permission, apply and Drive home your word exactly as we need individually, personally. We're all in different places, but Lord, we need to hear from you. And all the church family at Walloon Lake said with one united voice, Amen. Let me see. Verse 7 Life is sweet, and it pleases the eyes. To see the sun. <clears throat> However, many years anyone may live, let them enjoy every one. Live, enjoy all your years, but let them remember the days of darkness, for there will be many. Kind of two sides. Everything to come is meaningless. So he gives you the good side and uh, the not so good side. Life is a gift from God and is to be enjoyed. Enjoy your one and only life. Enjoy those times when you wake up and your back's not hurting. When your knees aren't creaking and, and you're just feeling like, yeah, I, I think today's pretty good. Enjoy it when the sun is shining. Uh, enjoy life when you're not battling the flu. When you're not having to drive with two feet of snow and ice all over the road. Enjoy those days. Remember and enjoy and appreciate when life is sweet and good. Verse 8, why? Because there's going to be days of darkness. <laughs> there's going to be days of sadness. There's going to be lots of times when everything is meaningless and there's great pain in your life and it's not going well. Verse 7 
Go back to it. Chase life and chase hard after your Savior. Chase hard after following Jesus. Enjoy the beauty and the sweetness of life that he's gifted us with. Because we're all going to face, again, that's that other side, because we're all going to face those times where life is pretty sour and life is difficult and suddenly now it's not so fun. Verse 9. You who are young, be happy while you're young (laughs) and let your heart give you joy in the days of your youth. Follow the ways of your heart and whatever your eyes see, but know that for all these things, God will bring judgment. Okay, here we go. Especially for those of you 40 and under, enjoy your life. Become all that Jesus wants you to be in this one and only life that we've been given. Become all that Jesus would have you to be. That's the encouragement. Now Solomon lived strong for the Lord in his early years. And then he drifted and strayed and went very far away from Jehovah God. He's saying, learn from my example, okay? Follow your heart, follow your dreams. Don't waste your youth on the foolish, meaningless things like I've done. Uh, Be careful, be aware, verse 9, that God is watching. And when you drift and stray like I have, there will be judgment. God does judge. But enjoy life, but also be aware that God is your judge. Verse 10. So then, banish anxiety from your heart. Cast off the troubles of your body, for youth and vigor are meaningless. I like how Pastor Matt Chandler explains this. He says, what, what Solomon is saying here is deal with your junk when you're young, because the older you get, the more it will cost you to get rid of your junk. You understand what I'm saying? Get get rid of your issues. Deal with those deep-seated issues now when you're young. Because if you wait, it's going to cost you a lot more. Oh, and by the way, it's going to be a whole lot harder to get rid of it later. So if you've got anger issues, deal with them now before you bring a wife and a children into your anger. If you've got lust and pornography issues, deal with them now before it destroys your marriage and your relationship with Jesus Christ. If uh, you've got mommy or daddy issues, deal with them now so that while you're still young, you get down to the root and you pull it out so you don't pass them on to your children and your grandchildren. Deal with your junk now when you're still young. That's the challenge. Which brings us to the central verse of this section. And here's what Solomon's been leading up to for quite a few sections now. And and then he's going to follow with a very descriptive and sobering assessment of old age. So uh, you have that to look forward to, everybody. Here we go. Verse 1. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth. Remember, live strong, 
in the days of your youth, while you're still young, before the days of trouble come, before the years approach when you'll say, you know what, I'm not really enjoying life anymore, finding no pleasure. So one more time, why is remembering Jesus and living strong for Christ when we're young so essential? Why does that matter? Why is that his key conclusion? Are you ready? Because when we're young, we're making choices and choosing directions for our lives that are going to affect the rest of our days. When you're young, you're making choices and you're, you're carving out places you're going and those will affect you for the rest of your life. Solomon's an old man here and he's looking back at the mess he's made of his life and he made a really big mess and here's his conclusion. Give me your eyes. Remember Jesus when you're thinking about who you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Because this is huge. Because when you choose your mate, when you choose your husband or wife, that's a choice that's going to follow you around for the next 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. You're not going to get away from that choice. People who choose poorly when they're young, they have regrets and they have misery for decades. They, they, they weren't thinking, they weren't living strong for Jesus when they made that choice. And I just want you to know, however you're living today, that's the type of mate that you will attract. Sometimes we assume, well, I think I'm going to have this amazing, godly, Jesus-focused uh, person who will want to attach themselves, but if that's not the way you're living, they're not going to be attracted to you. Because you're far from them. I'm, I'm just telling you, how you live today, that's the type of person you will attract. Live strong for Jesus when you're young, because that will affect the choices you make about the college you attend, or the, the job or occupation that you want to live out. You understand? It's huge. Uh, remember your creator Jesus and live strong for him because your children are going to follow your lead. And then your grandchildren will follow your lead. Your decisions when you're young are going to affect your children and your grandchildren. And if daddy wants little or nothing to do with Jesus or God's word or Christ's church, Give me your eyes. I promise you that your sons will want nothing to do with Jesus or God's word or his church. And I promise you uh, that your daughters will follow your lead and marry the same type of man that you did. It's, it's massive that we live strong for Jesus and make good choices because it's going to affect us. For a long time. That's why we as a church put so much energy and emphasis into our young people. That's why we send them off to Haiti. And that's why we have a, a children's minister full time here at Walloon Lake. It's huge. That's why we have Awana and day camp and staycation. And that's why when we have uh, locations, other locations in East Jordan. That's why we have a children's director. That's why we're looking for one up in Northridge. Why? Because you got to get them when they're young, when the cement is still wet. That's 
why we built a youth center out back. And oh, by the way, that's a first class youth center. I don't know if you've been back there yet. Just telling you, uh, that's why we have Pastor Brandt and lots of teen staff. And I'm just telling you, this is a big part of who we are as a church. We want to reach people and get them living strong for Jesus when they're young. Because that's going to affect your entire life. Press into Jesus now while the cement is still wet and impressionable. Why? Because while we're living life, we don't want to see people who are looking back and living life with regrets. Well, I, I wish I would have followed Jesus strong back when I was young. I, I, I wish I, I didn't have all of these regrets and this sorrow like Solomon had. That's his conclusion. Live strong for Jesus when you're young. Because it's going to affect the next 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of your life. Huge. Last part of verse 1, chapter 12. There are days of trouble ahead. And there's going to be things that are going to come our way as we get older. And it's going to get really hard. And he even seems to say you're going to grow weary. I don't even find pleasure with life anymore. And for the next six verses... Through verse 7, Solomon's going to paint a picture in a very poetic way of what it's life, what it's like, excuse me, to get old. Are you ready? If you're older 50, hold on, buckle yourself in, because he's going to say it with lots of imagery, but it's pretty rough. It's not a very pretty picture. Here we go, verse 2. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars grow dark... And the clouds return after the rain. When the keepers of the house tremble and strong men stoop. When the grinders cease because they are few and those looking through the windows grow dim. Verse 4, when the doors to the street are closed and the sound of grinding fades. When people rise up at the sound of birds but all their songs grow faint. When people are afraid of heights and of dangers in the streets. When the almond tree blossoms and the grasshopper drags itself along and desire is no longer stored. Uh, Then people go to their eternal home. Mourners go about the streets. Remember him. Remember the Lord. Remember Jesus before the silver cord is severed. The golden bowl is broken before the pitcher is shattered at the spring and the wheel broken at the well, and the dust returns to the ground it came from, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Okay, here we go. This is uh, very poetic, but very blunt uh, about remembering Jesus when you're young. Verse 2, here's what he's saying. When you're in the spring of your life and you're young, enjoy it, Because winter is coming and it's going to be really hard. It's basically what he says. Verse 3, remember Jesus before your arms and your hands grow weak. And your back is bent and your legs begin to tremble. Uh, Grinders, uh, almost unanimous, that's referring to your teeth. And he's talking about, remember, uh, because your grinders are going to be few, you're going to lose your teeth, 
And then you're not going to be able to see very well. Everything is going to get dim. Verse 4, we're not done yet. The hearing begins to fail and we ask again and again. Could you say that again? Could, could you repeat that? Uh, opportunities for young people, he's saying, abound. But the older you get, the opportunities not so much. And when young, you're young, can you remember when you're young, those of you who are older right now, you could sleep anywhere. You could sleep all the time. The noise, it didn't matter. You could be on the floor. You could be in the back seat. You could sleep anywhere and everywhere. And suddenly now, every noise wakes you up. Besides, you were up uh, two hours ago and going to be going to the bathroom again pretty soon. You can't sleep in anymore. You're up. He, he's describing what it's like to get old. Verse 5, uh, young men think they're bulletproof. You can climb up a ladder, jump off a roof, no fear. Heights suddenly, verse 5, scare older folks. Roofs become an issue. The world's getting faster and scarier, just easier to stay inside. And then he says something that's interesting. Desire is no longer stirred. Desire, Solomon is saying, is no longer stirred. Uh, this is the guy, as he writes, who still has a thousand wives and concubines. Tracking with me? And when he talks about stirred, he's warning that you're going to lose your teeth, you're going to lose your hearing, you're going to lose your hair, and, and you're going to lose your interest in sex. Okay? Thousand wives and concubines, let that sit in. Isn't this a, an encouraging sermon for those of you 60 and older? <laughs> and then he talks about almond trees. And we got some pictures of almond trees. That, that's what, those are almond trees, okay? And what's interesting about almond trees is they turn white and then... They fall, the blossoms fall to the ground. So I just want to report that my almond leaves are doing just fine, thank you. But they are, uh, they are turning the right color, right? So that, that just happens. Uh, verse 6, remember Jesus before you die. Verse 7, remember Jesus before they bury you. Verse 8, because a life lived without Jesus front and center is meaningless. Here's what he says. Meaningless. Meaningless, says the teacher. Everything is meaningless. If you don't, if you don't remember your creator in the days of your youth, you're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to say it's, it's been in vain. It's just chasing after wind. It's useless. It's meaningless. Not even sure why I lived. Now, let's bang right on the answer of why remembering and living strong for Jesus when we're young is so vitally important. I'm going to give you three reasons. Probably lots more, but I'm going to give you three. If you're taking notes, here we go. First reason, because when we're young, we're making key choices. And we're making key choices that are going to affect the rest of our lives. So if you're not living strong for Jesus when you're young and you're making those key choices, it's going to send you off in directions that are going to lead to a lot of regrets. College choices, job career choices, friends that you hang with choices, uh, husband-wife choices, children, how you raise your children, sons and daughter choices. 
He's saying, lean strong into Jesus on a daily basis when you're young because the next decades, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years will be affected by the choices that you make right now when you're young. And if we're living under the sun like Solomon was, living apart from Jesus and his word and his church, it's going to create some really sad and serious consequences. He's warning us. He's saying, learn from my mistakes. Learn from my error. I didn't stay strong for Jesus and it's affected me poorly. Don't follow my lead here. Lean strong into Jesus and walk with him daily. Second reason why we remember Jesus when we're young is because we're creatures of habit. Most of us, once you get in a groove, and now he's saying walk strong with Jesus when, when you're in Awana, and then keep walking strong with Jesus when you're in junior and senior high, and continue that pattern into college and young adulthood, Keep on walking daily with Jesus after you're married, after you have a family. He's saying, you're going to hang in those grooves. Get in the groove and just keep walking with Christ. And you'll build a life that's worthy of imitation. But it needs to start young. The younger you start, the more those grooves are deeply worn. And then... And then your children will want to follow your example. And then your grandchildren will want to follow your example. I'm telling you, to change and adjust is tough the older you get. Third reason, and that's exactly what this is all about. The cement gets harder, doesn't it? And, and the older you get, the cement gets harder and harder. And the harder it is to change who we are. I looked, Campus Crusade for Christ has done some, some investigating, and they said, uh, what is the likelihood that someone will come to faith in Christ after, after age 60? And then what's, what's the likelihood that someone who will, will come to faith in Christ after age 70? And I'm just telling you that... that the conclusions aren't very encouraging. If you're, not, if you're not following hard after Jesus by the time you hit 50, 60, 70, probably you're not ever going to do that. Why? Because you've already set your life path. You've already made your choices. 99.9, and it goes even more, uh, folks are going to do that before they hit age 70. Give your life to Jesus when you're young. Okay, here's the secret of life. Ready? Lean hard into your Creator when you're young. Follow strong after Jesus Christ while you're still a youth, and you have your entire lifetime to make a difference for Jesus Christ. That's the secret of life, according to some. Lean hard, remember Jesus, don't forget Him, and you're going to make a difference, and, and oh, by the way, that's going to affect your family, that's going to affect you on the job, that's going to affect you with your friends and your neighborhood, everywhere you go. If you start young, you can make a difference for Jesus Christ. Wisdom. 
according to Solomon. Wisdom according to God's word. Let's pray. So as we close, I just have a hard question, but a really important one. Right now, today, no matter your age, are you leaning strongly into Jesus Christ? Are you remembering your Creator? What's that mean, Pastor Jeff? Um, are, are you daily walking, living, staying connected to Jesus Christ? Are, are you daily, with the Spirit's help, seeking to align your life up with God's Word? Is that what your focus and your passion is all about? Solomon says that's the secret of life. Would you be willing to say, Lord, would you make it clear? How am I doing right now? Am I living strong for your son, Jesus? I'm listening. One of the reasons we gather is to be reminded of the basics. Be reminded and uh, reassess and reevaluate. Where, where am I right now, Lord, in relationship to you? Have I drifted? Have I strayed? Have I wandered? Make yourself clear. And here's the marvelous news. You ready? No matter where you're at today, U-turns are allowed. Isn't that great? You, you can be drifting far away and heading in the exact opposite direction of Jesus and God's word and his church. And you can say, you know what? I'm going to learn from Solomon's mistakes. I'm going to learn. I'm going to turn right today and I'm going to run back. And we'll run back home to Jesus Christ. And I got great news. If you're willing to turn and run back to him, he'll run and meet you. Remember that prodigal son? He ran and met that prodigal. Right where he's at. Today, you can do the U-turn and run home to him. Anybody say as we close? I've drifted, I've wandered, I've strayed. But you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do a U-turn right now, and I'm going to come running back home. Anybody say, that's me. Pray for me, Pastor Jeff. Anybody? Yep. Anyone else? I'm going to, I'm going to run back home. I'm going to remember my Creator today, and I'm going to lean strong and live strong daily for Him. Anybody, anybody in the balcony? Yeah. I want you to know, we've got some folks over there right next to the prayer chapel. Some of you probably need to get over there and say, would you pray for me, pray with me? I'm making this choice to go running home. Pray that, that that decision will be strong and will stick. I want to make a difference in this one and only life. Anybody else? Lord, I pray for those who've wandered and drifted and strayed, and the truth is we've all done it. And as they choose to go running back home, Pray, Lord, that you'll give them the courage to make hard decisions to stay strong for you. If they need to make adjustments, if they need to make 
changes, even radical changes, I pray whatever it takes to remember Jesus Christ, our Creator. Help us to do that strongly. It's in the wonderful name of Jesus we pray all of these things. Amen.